Hi, my name is Kaya, and I'm a compulsive overeater. And thank you for asking me to share because that's the way I remember where I've been and where I am today. And I am just so grateful for this program. I have 29 years of abstinence one day at a time. And without this program, I don't know where I'd be. Um, I am 73 years old. And so if you do the math, I was not a youngster when I finally found program. And so it is, you know, it is possible no matter what age you are to be able to be successful in program. And um, I have a life that I never dreamt I'd ever have. And it gave, you know, program gave me the tools to live with life on life's terms. Um, Eight and a half, no, 11 and a half years ago, um, the love of my life passed away. And if it weren't for program, I would have gone back to my normal, you know, pre-program eating, and I would have just eaten myself till I ended up, you know, six feet under because I would have, I know how to do that real easily. And um, thank God for program that we have. There is no program like it. I'm very blessed. I live in Los Angeles, and there are meetings constantly. And so when he first passed away, I would go to meetings multiple times a day. And I would share and cry, and people would hold me. And I had one woman that used to come every morning and make sure I had a proper breakfast and got dressed. Where where else do you have that kind of help than in program? And I just couldn't understand what was going on and why God decided that he needed my honey more than I did. But three years later, God decided I needed another man in my life, and he does not know me as a compulsive eater. In fact, it really freaks him out when I share my pictures because he has no clue. And my late husband was one of us, so we didn't do a lot of active things. My current husband is more into outdoor things. And this old grandma climbed into a two-person tent at 65 years old. Hello. I couldn't have done that when I was 45, let alone 65, to climb into a little tent and be able to climb in and climb out and function. I have done uh, snorkeling. I 
would have been mortified to put on a snorkeling suit and go in snorkeling. And I've gone twice with him now. And I remember before program, I went with my family. We went to Florida, and we were going to go swimming with the manatees. And you had to put on a wetsuit. And there was no way in the world I was getting into a wetsuit at the weight I was at that time. And my kids went in. My older daughter freaked out. She wasn't a baby, but for whatever reason, it was, I mean, she was an adult, but it was more than she could handle. And I always felt bad that I missed that opportunity, but there was no way in the whole wide world that at 260 plus pounds, I would have gotten into a wetsuit and gone swimming. Just, (laughs) I would have been embarrassed to ask for such a big suit. Um, I've gone kayaking now. These are things that are beyond my wildest dreams. I have to say, I lost my weight one day at a time. I planned what I ate, and I ate what I planned. I don't like to say what I don't eat. I'd much rather tell you what I do eat. Because when I say, oh, I can't have this and I can't have that, it sets me up for, oh, I want that. But if I don't go there, they're not in my face. And I can just say, I eat this and I eat this. And it was one day at a time. I don't know how it happened. All I know is one day I was down the weight. And all I did was follow my food plan one day at a time. And it was, like I said, like miraculous. And um, I had, um, now I lost my train of thought. But with program, I have learned how to have a relationship with my children and I have three growing children. I have eight beautiful grandchildren. And my eldest grandchild, who's 22, and her 18-year-old brother, and they are both in college. And a couple of weeks ago, the family was all together for holiday. And they, even though they were two, two and a half hours drive in either direction from my and that I probably never have had to be with all of my kids and my children. And but you know, I still have a stinky head and I think thinking thoughts and my youngest lives in Detroit and she and her family came to Passover with us. And when, like days after they got home, my son-in-law texted me, oh, my family wants us for the holidays in October. Well, being the stinky, stinky person I am, 
oh, I must have done something that he doesn't want to be with us anymore. Oh, and I, you know, ate on Yeah, I didn't eat on it. I, my mind chewed on it for a couple of days. And then I called them and said, oh, oh, that's really nice you're going there. And so when are we going to get to see you? And they said, oh, well, we're going to come maybe holiday before or we'll come after the holidays and we'll come and spend time with you in, in Los Angeles. So my crazy thinking was just that. And we say that our minds are a dangerous place to be. It's a neighborhood we don't want to go to. And I, you know, I... I am grateful for this program that I don't live there anymore. I was the queen of extrapolating gleamily into the future. I could have a hangnail and God forbid you'd want to cut off my leg because that's where my stinky thinking goes. And, oh, I could live there for weeks, months, a long time and just keep chewing whatever it was that was that annoyed me, you know, months ago or years ago. And today, yes, I will not say I don't have my stinky thinking, but I don't live there anymore. It's only a short period of time, and then I move on. And, you know, this last weekend, it was just because it was a long, crazy weekend here that I didn't get to talk to them. Otherwise, I would have called and spoke to them right away. But the time difference and activities that I was involved in prevented. But even then, you know, I had the stinky thinking. I was upset. I, you know, forgot about it and, you know, worked it through and here I am today, and I am just so grateful that the program has taught me how to ask and how to talk to people. Um, I will never forget my youngest daughter was in Israel for school for a year, and she said to me, Mom, I think I want to stay another year. Well, ah, as much as I'd love for her to be in Israel, I didn't want her to be so far away. And it was like, ah, but program taught me to pause. And I said to her, honey. Hi, everyone. It's Susan. Sorry, I'm late. We'll discuss it when, you know, when I come to see you in three weeks, and then you'll see where you're at. And by the time I got there and spoke with her, she had already made the decision. Um, that's that, time, no, she was I think that's an intruder. Hi, this is Hi again. I was pushed out of the meeting somehow. Yeah, so so was I. I'm glad you're back on. Yeah. Yes. You have wanted to speak for for another five minutes. Okay, great. All right. Gosh, that was weird. <laughs> Unfortunately, we've had bombers in other meetings. In one meeting, I was totally barred because they took over my name. Oh, no. 
Anyway, so I was not able to come into the meet back into the meeting at all. Anyway, oh, but that was not the case today. So here I am, and um, I don't know where I got kicked off. I think I was telling you about my daughter making her own decision, and I was able to pause. And you know, I want to tell you how to do everything because Chaya knows everything. And I can tell you how to do it, and I know it better than anybody else. But thank God, through program, I've learned how to keep my mouth shut and realize that, no, there are other ways. And sometimes it's really hard for me when, you know, or other people in my family will try to give advice to other people, and it really rubs me the wrong way and say, you know, I have to say, just mind your own business. It's not your business. And, you know, it's just really hard, but it's something that I've learned in program that not everything is my business. And I may not like something that someone does, but it's not my business. And the thing I like to say is if I see something that I don't like that's done, I'll say, well, they didn't ask me how to do it. And then I move on. If they would have asked me, things would have been different. But anyway, they didn't. And I'm able to continue and live and not live with uh, aggravations and stress that I used to live with and I am able to talk to people without being angry some of the time most of the time but you know my favorite story is we were flying home from New York and we couldn't figure out how to return our car and our luggage was checked in, and we missed our flight. And these were the days when they said, oh, okay, and they tried to put us on another flight. Anyway, my husband, we both got on the next flight, but they made a mistake, and there was really only one seat. So we both got off. And it went on. Our flight was at 6 o'clock in the morning. We did not get leave until 6 o'clock that night. We spent the entire day at the airport. And before I would have been screaming and yelling, you are so incompetent, you know, all the three or four times that they put us on flights and they didn't and they, I mean, I could have really lost it. And I just was polite and said, you know, this is how we have to work it and how can you help me? And people, when you ask, I have found that when you ask for help, people want to help. But when you tell them what you need to have done, they don't want to help you. And I have learned all of these things in program. And I trust, I have a God that I believe in, and that's what I call, and it's very interesting that although I have, I'm Jewish and have always 
had a God in my life before program. I didn't have a personal God in my life. God didn't have time to take care of the little things in Chaya's life. She, he didn't care, you know, how much I ate or what I did or anything, you know, big things, you know, monumental things. Then he was there and I could, you know, keep us healthy or whatever it was, something big. But little things, but I really learned that God is really there for what I eat. And my favorite story is I was at a banquet and they were serving the meal. And the pieces of chicken were the size of turkeys. And I knew that whatever they would have put down, that was, I couldn't have more than the plate, but I could have most of the items on the plate and whatever it was, that was my portion for that meal. But I knew that that piece of chicken was way bigger than I should have. And I said, please, God, make sure I get the right size piece of chicken for me. Time to wrap up. Okay. And to tell you the truth, I received the smallest piece of chicken. And, of course, being a compulsive overeater, I was upset. So with that, God is there for even how much we eat, and thank you for letting me share. Chaya, would you like to leave your phone number and select the topic? Sure, sure. My phone number is 310-916-6724. Please remember, I'm in California, Pacific Standard Time, so please remember when you call me, if you call me, that that's where I live, and be mindful of the time. Thank you.